0: Welcome to the latest episode of the Go Fast and Win podcast with your host here, Fate Morgan Freeman. So the topic for today is going to be something that has been discussed a lot in recent sharp plays content, and it's been a topic people have asked me about a lot recently, which is bankroll management. When people aren't printing money with their wagers, then bankroll management becomes a very important topic. You see, when you're printing money and you can't lose on your bets. And basically anything you touch terms to gold, it's easy to manage your bankroll because you can make egregious bankroll mistakes, but still be successful. You, when you're hot, you can lose a one-unit bet and come back and wager two, three, four, five units on the next bet, and because you're hot, you win that next bet, and everything works out, and you have a profit, and it's great and wonderful. If you make those same strategy choices in a cold streak, which is what a lot of people do because they get emotional, they don't want to lose, they don't like being down, so know, they're trying to get out of the hole. Those bankroll mistakes that you made when you were winning, which winning sort of wiped away, now become massive issues when you're losing because they're just exacerbated in a cold streak. Give you an example, you bet one unit, you lose. Now you bet that three, four, five units to chase and get out of it like you did in the hot streak and, whoops, it's a cold streak. You lost again now you're down six units four units after just two plays so now you're like oh my god i don't want to be down six units i'm going to bet three units on the next bet to get out of it and it loses because again it's a cold streak and that's how a cold streak works so now you're down nine units on three plays where in the past you would have been up three or four units maybe betting your normal way when you're winning so it's just the emotion In a cold streak that will absolutely destroy your bankroll, you start to think, how can I lose this bad? Uh, You know, why is this happening to me? The universe is against me. No, it's just a cold streak. If you're going to have hot streaks in gambling, you have to be prepared for cold streaks. Everyone goes into gambling expecting to win. That is the worst approach to gambling. You should go into gambling expecting to lose because mathematically the odds are against you. So when you win, it should be a shock. And when you lose, it should be expected. Unfortunately, most gamblers go in where when they win, they're like, yeah, that's expected. That's what I'm supposed to do. And when they lose, they go, how could did, how did this happen? What the hell's going on? I lost. Oh my God. And then that emotion kicks in, irrational thought kicks in, and you start to pour way too much money into your gambling. And in the blink of an eye, you go from losing one or two units to pressing and chasing and that next day you wake up and you go, wow, I lost 18 units in one day. i would never, you know, profited 18 units in a day by betting straight bets, but somehow just straight bets, I lost 18 units. And now that emotion and desire to get out just continually compounds the pressing and chasing. If you can avoid that, you will be cool And when you're gambling, The bookmaker wants you to make emotional wagering decisions. And that's exactly what you do during Cold Street. So having a bankroll management plan, sticking to it and being disciplined to it, which does take time and effort. Nobody is perfect at it. I've been gambling for some 30 years now. I'm still not perfect at bankroll management. So it takes time and you always have to be on guard. I I often compare it to being like an alcoholic. An alcoholic says... They have to work. It's staying sober one day at a time. Bankroll management requires you to work one day at a time and analyze each individual day. The reality is, if you're willing to analyze each day, adding bankroll management can make a dramatic difference in your performance. I know I'm saying that a lot. I know I say it in written text, uh, in the newsletters, all over the place. I'm always saying, adding bankroll management can dramatically increase your performance. And people go, what the hell does that mean? And why? And how? It's simply because it controls your wagering and gives you a set system. If nothing in your betting changes, but you can control your wagering and have a managed system where you're risking a set amount to face on a set type of wager, it will increase your performance versus what many people do. Well, about $300 on this one, and I kind of like that one for $600, and this play seems like a $200 play to me. It just gives you too much of a jumbled approach to your wagering. So by having a structured approach, your performance will increase even if your selection quality doesn't increase, your win percentage, your ROI, just having that set program will increase performance and give you a better betting result. Have I said that ad nauseum enough now? I'll move on to the next topic, but hopefully that drills it into your head, the importance of bankroll management. So let's get into the bitty six. How do you develop a bankroll management plan? Well, first, you have to decide on an amount of money that you are going to dedicate to your wagering. Let's assume, let's just pretend that's going to be $10,000. Okay, that's the amount you're saying, I'm willing to risk $10,000 at sports betting. That's an amount that if I lose it all, I can survive. And if I win, it's going to be, you know, money that's interesting or enjoyable to have, you know, maybe You're a multimillionaire, perhaps betting $10 a game isn't really exciting, but for some it is, they just enjoy the little bit of action. So you have to decide what is an amount you're comfortable losing and what type of bankroll are you looking to then use? It would be good for you to make money off of. The next step is you want to segregate those funds. You want to take those funds and put it into a dedicated account where it is just your bankroll money. That gives you a picture of your performance versus having those funds commingled. You know, you don't want to just sit there and go, well, my net worth is $5 million and I'm going to put $100,000 towards gambling, but it's just kind of mixed into your other accounts. It's not good because you can't visualize the amount of money. A lot of bankroll management is almost playing mental games with yourself to understand the money that you have available and your current situation. If those funds are commingled and not separated out, it makes it very difficult to have that visualization. Now that you have your amount, $10,000, and you've segregated those funds, perhaps in a checking account, so you can easily deposit to various domestic U.S. sportsbooks, take that amount and divide by zero. That amount, or the answer, the solution to that NAF problem, is your per unit wager. So 10000 divided by 100 is a $100 per unit basis for your betting. The last and final approach that you have to look at is, do you want to be a flat better where you just bet one unit on everything? Or do you want to be a tiered better where you bet perhaps 0.5 units up to maybe two units in uh, half unit increments? So some bets are 0.5 units, some bets are units, some bets are 1.5 units, some bets are two units. Yes, you can go above two units. I know professional gamblers that go up to five units on a game, thereby 5% of their bankroll. But these are veteran professional gamblers, and they have developed this strategy over time, using data, their performance. So you don't want to just jump in headfirst right away and go, I'm a new gambler, I'm going to bet one to five units on things. No, you want to ease into that over time and after you've, you've assessed your risk tolerance, because that's another important part of bankroll management is knowing what you're comfortable losing. It's one thing what you'll dedicate to sports betting or what you'd like to win, but you have to be comfortable in what you're looking or willing, I should say, to lose because that's the hardest part of bankroll management. Being a good loser at gambling is so essential. Where everyone who fails at sports betting goes wrong is they get overly emotional. They can't handle losses. They press and chase and their bankroll blows up. You could be a dedicated, rigid, Perfect bankroll manager for 364 days of the year. But then one day you totally lose your shit, and all the money you made on those 364 days you'll lose because you're pressed, you chase, and you go crazy. So, having the right attitude and managing your emotion is the most essential aspect to sports betting. I'll give you an example of why you have to perfect bankroll management on a day-to-day basis, why you have to treat it each and every day individually. It's not something like history class, where you go to it, you answer questions, you do an exam, you pass the exam, and now you're good for life. Got into bankroll management, I learned finally how to handle a bankroll management plan. I would say it was around 2001. Um, and so I'll give you an example. In 2006, and obviously, Gambling with a bankroll management plan from 2001, two, three, four, 5. I get to 2006. I'm doing my usual thing. I deposit three thousand dollars to an offshore sports book uh, because I wanted to put a parlay in there. So it was one of this was back when you could use NetTeller and things like that made it very easy to not have to have a balance in a sports book. You could just move it to your NetTeller account and within seconds pump it over to you know whatever book you wanted to bet with. So anyways, I get the three grand in the book. I put in the parlay. The parlay hits and it pays, uh, you know, it's like a twelve to one shot. So now I got like thirty, forty thousand dollars in the book, and I keep betting. And I give out a nice run. I get it up to like ninety thousand dollars just from this this one wager. Um, so then it comes to uh, I remember it was November twenty sixth of two thousand and six, and I bet well, of all teams the Bills plus eleven. They were playing the Colts. Uh, Willis McGee he was injured for the Bills. The Colts were obviously rolling at this time. They were a great team, powerful offense. The Bills were pretty shitty. Peyton Manning, you know, scoring all over the place. So I take the Bills plus the 11. The theory was that, you know, McGee, he's out. So the Bills' running game is gone. The Bills had no passing game. And now you've got, you're going up against this incredible offense in the Colts. Uh, Spread was 11. Can't remember if I said that offhand. And in the end... I decided, you know what, I really like this play. I think this is a seven-point game at most. I'm going to take the Bills plus 11, and I'm willing to make what is the largest wager ever in my career on this game. At the time, was 88000 to an 80000 basically the entire balance I had built up in that account on Buffalo plus 11. Well, thank goodness, lo and behold, Buffalo won uh, 17 to 16. It was a one point game, 17 to 16. So obviously, I covered easily with the Bills. I, I, I believe the Bills lost it. They, I think they lost it, but it was, again, it was a 17 16 score. They either won it or they lost it, but either way, I covered. So I now have a, just about five hundred dollars in that account. Beautiful. This started with three grand. Had I managed my bankroll from that point on, I would have uh, collected a nice little profit from that whole endeavor. Instead, over the next two weeks, I blew the entire balance in that account. Pressing, chasing. Once you know you do a $5,000 bet or a $10,000 bet when you have um, one hundred and seventy grand in there, okay, you lose a little and you try to grind up. But now, once you get to like 130, you're like, oh shit, I wanna be back at 170. So now you bet 25,000 on something, you know, which is effectively at the time for me was like eight units. So you bet this fund, you lose that. Now you're down. Now you're doing like a $25,000 two team parlay, 10 grand here. Next thing you know, it's just gone. It's just gone because you lost total control. Now, this was five years into me considering, considering myself as a decent bankroll manager. Fast forward to today. I still have issues with bankroll management. It's not nearly as bad as it was in 2006, but there are still moments where I go, whoa, whoa, what the hell are you doing? You're just risking two units on something. You're down two games today. Take it easy. Take a break. So the point of this whole story is that it is very, you never have a full grasp of it. You're never going to be perfect at bankroll management. Any day I learned that tells you they are perfect at bankroll management whether it's some professional gambler talking about it or whatever else, they are full of shit. Nobody is perfect at bankroll management. You can just strive to be as good as you can be. But if you can be good at it, it will make a big, big difference in your performance. All right, so the current episode is a little longer than a typical go fast and win podcast episode. But it hopefully goes to the point of, again, what I've been stressing, that bankroll management is essential it is the number one characteristic tool whatever you want to call it that every gambler has to have if you do not have bankroll management you will not be long in the gambling world so hopefully you have the tools now to put together a plan for yourself obviously i'd covered the basics the math of it how much money how to set it aside uh, give you an example of problems i've faced with bankroll management in the past you have the tools to get it started. But the one thing that you have to watch out for, you can have the best plan in the world. But as I said earlier, the emotion is where it will all go to hell. Awesome. And you can learn your lessons many, many times, but that emotion will get you to forget all about those lessons. So perhaps even above bankroll management, I guess, you know, I mean, bankroll management is important, but one facet of bankroll management is. Uh, managing your emotions of gambling. So if I had to pick one thing that you have to do as a gambler, it is managing your emotions. Emotion is what will completely destroy your bankroll, completely destroy you financially. You could take 10 years to build up a profit of 100 units, and you can lose that 100 units of profit that took 10 years to build up. You can lose it in a week. Uh, So be aware of that. I've had simply you losing control of yourself. And going back to the beginning of this whole episode, the other thing that I said is if you feel you have good bankroll management when you're in a hot streak, double check what you wagered on. You might go back and look and see that you bet two or three units on something when you really shouldn't have, but it worked out because it was a hot run. If you're making those mistakes in a hot run, It won't hurt you usually because you're hot and you're winning and that kind of covers it all and and glosses over these mistakes. But if you're doing that in a hot streak, there's a good chance that you're going to do it in a cold streak. So that's why you want to identify it. Those mistakes that you made in the hot streak will just destroy you in the cold streak. That's what is what kills you. Also, going back a little to the emotion aspect, In that cold streak, usually it's those losses by a half a point or a last-second basket or, you know, just any kind of bad beats that you can think of. That's what triggers the emotion. It's that moment. It's getting emotionally attached to the game where you go, I've got this. I've won it. You're already counting that money, and then that money gets ripped out of your hands because of a last-second basket, losing by the hook, whatever that is where the emotion comes in. And that's why I advise a lot of people and why I do it myself is not watch a lot of the games. Sure. I like sports. So I watch college basketball. I watch uh, football, but I watch maybe a 5% of the games that I have money on mostly NFL and college basketball. I enjoy those sports watching. I like to watch a little tennis or soccer here and there, but some of you are messaging me during games and it's a NBA game on a Tuesday night. Oh, my God, I can't believe the Suns did that. What they do? (laughs) I don't know because I'm not watching. By not watching it, that emotion of losing can get diminished. When you're watching a game and you're three hours into it and you've been winning the whole way and you're celebrating in your head and, ooh, I got this money. I can't wait. This is awesome. And then that last-second touchdown, that garbage touchdown comes in, that last-second basket comes in, and you lose. All that time invested just rips you apart. It just tears tears you down. You get all pissed off. That's where the emotion comes in, and goodbye to your bankroll. So I've probably droned on a little longer than I should have here, but it's really just to emphasize the incredible importance of bankroll management and the even more important aspect of managing your emotions in gambling. So, so thanks for listening to this ultra extended episode of, Go, of the Go Faster and Win podcast. I really appreci- appreciate you following. Uh, let's have a great weekend. This weekend ahead, don't forget about the free analytics that are up at gofastandwin.com. Click on analytics, click on free analytics. Got some free analytics up there, plus the book needs just something to uh, take a look at, hopefully help with your handicapping. One more time, good luck, enjoy the conference championships, and I will see you again next week with another episode of the Go Fast and Win podcast.